Hello and welcome to episode two of our new series where we're talking about the fivefold ministry. Uh, today uh, we are talking about the prophetic and we are joined uh, with Joy and Paul Blundell. How are you doing guys? Hi. Hi, yeah we're doing well thank you. It's great to be here. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining with us. Now, we're going to get stuck straight into this. Um, every single podcast, we ask our guest to tell us something that's embarrassing or a silly story from either their adult life or their childhood. Um, now, Joy's been with us before and she's told us um, a story before. So, Paul, we're going to come straight to you and uh, right. dive in with your worst, most embarrassing story, please. One of my worst stories um, is untellable, actually. Um, uh, <laughs> and so uh, we'll just go to one of those ones that just kind of stays with you from kind of teenage years. Uh, going to the front of class to do um, a presentation in um, secondary school, I tripped over my bag and just fell flat on my face in front of the whole class. And um, that stayed with me forever, scarred emotionally and um, damaged. Um, embarrassing myself in front of the whole class. No one's really ever going to tell you the real embarrassing stories. We were, oh yeah, well that's true. We we will. We can tell you perhaps um, behind the scenes. We'll give you um, a story <laughs> we, enough people know the story in the church that I even just, just telling the story. I don't think it's appropriate know. for youth to hear. It. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we finally have a meeting like, in the church building, every single young person is just like, uh, Pastor Paul, can you um, can you tell us that story? Like every single one of them. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, yeah, well, maybe. Amazing. <laughs> to be fair, we have had some good stories, haven't we? Lucy Mumby, like, she's got, key stories. She's got so many stories. Like, just amazing. Like, whilst asleep, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. She just has a lot wow. of experience. Did you weed herself while she was asleep? Yeah. Yeah, ask her about it. Or listen to it. It was like episode three of our podcast. Okay, okay. yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, have a chat with her. She'll tell you all about it. It's like, as an adult. Um, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Okay, um, well, should we get stuck into the topic for today? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're looking at fivefold ministry, uh, which is based on Ephesians 4 11 to 16. Um, so, I'm just going to read that real quick, um, and then uh, Nick will sort of highlight what um, the prophetic is, and then we'll go into a bit of a dis discussion where you guys are going to throw loads of wisdom at us today. Um, so the yeah, verse is Ephesians 4, 11 to 16. It says this, and he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for the, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the service, to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. And as a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by the craftiness in deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Amen to that. Amen. Um, yeah, so the prophetic, um, you can do like a little five-fold ministry test. Yeah, you guys have probably done it as well. Yeah. Um, people who score highly on that test um, for the prophetic, um, kind of, um, they're the people who can kind of see God's heart for a situation or for a, for a thing. Um, could you guys maybe answer for us um, like what the role of the prophetic is like today in our everyday life? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the reality is God just loves to speak to us and um, he's speaking all of the time. 
um, over our lives, um, who we are, um, our nature, what he's got for us. And so that should be a daily occurrence of hearing from God because he wants to speak to us. He wants to connect to us. God loves to be in relationship and um, he just loves to talk. And so the role of the gift of the prophetic, um, as talked about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, is that sense of daily journey with God. You know, we talk together in relationship. God loves to talk to us in relationship. And so it's that daily conversation with him. And I think it's so significant for us to hear from God for ourselves, mm. because, you know, you can tell people you're loved by God. He knows you. He sees you. But when you hear that for yourself from God, it literally changes your internal world. And that's what changes everything. So for me, the significance of the of the prophetic is hearing from God um, on a daily basis just shapes our lives. Yeah, um, I think as well, it's really important to think about the point of those ministry gifts, which is about equipping God's people for service so that we can all be brought to maturity. And so the role of the prophetic is to uh, enable uh, the people of God to hear from heaven, to see from heaven, to see God's perspective, uh, and then to mature, to be more like Jesus. And so um, I'd say if, it, you know, if it's not maturing us, uh, then it's maybe not the true prophetic. That's the mark for me. Unity and maturity. Yeah, great. Yeah, and obviously that's that's exactly what that passage in scripture like says is that like we will all attain like that unity in the faith, um, mm. which is where we want to get to really like being of one mind um, like together. Um, like the the prophetic for me like it's it, it when i think about it it sparks up memories and, and moments of my like youth when um someone will come up and give a prophetic word um like how do we um how do we kind of know that someone's or a prophetic word that's given is from god or how do we know that it's uh, or is it just our own mind like how do we make how do we discern that yeah, so I'd start by saying I think sometimes um, in a kind of Western culture where we are, uh, have a really consumeristic, individualistic worldview quite often, because that's the worldview that we are immersed in, um, we're often looking for someone to give us a prophetic word um, so that we don't have to do any of the work. But the role of the prophetic yeah, yeah. is to bring us to maturity. And so when we're talking about prophetic, I'd start by saying, how do we hear the voice of God and the only way I can uh, really I guess the easiest way is how are we training our kids in the prophetic uh, because that's the most you know kind of basic simple um uh here they are whoops we're just in a podcast trick we won't be a minute <laughs> Uh, yeah, prophetically walked through the door <laughs> um we um what was I saying? I'm so sorry. How do we train kids? Yeah, we train we... our kids. Um, so we're asking them this morning. It's finishes primary school. And so this, me, Paul and Poppy gather around him and we ask Jesus, Jesus, what would you like to say to Finley today? And what would you like to say to his uh, classmates, um, his teacher? And uh, we're asking them all the time. In fact, at tea time last night, uh, Poppy said, should we ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what would you like to say to mummy today? And we did like this kind of chat while having tea. Uh, the uh, way that they know to measure that, I think that was your question. How do we know if it's just we're making it up or yeah. whether it's uh, really from God? And the first thing we do is teach our kids to read the word of God. And so they know what 
the Bible says. They know God's character, they know his nature. And so then they're measuring what they're hearing in their spirit with what the Bible's saying and we uh, teach them to measure it up. So when Jesus says, I'm cross with you, Poppy, or disappointed with you because you, didn't, you weren't good at school, we say, really? Is that what Jesus' character's like? And uh, we weigh it up. So I'd say it's not necessarily about looking for the person on the platform to give the word, but it's all of us looking to be mature people uh, and hear from God for ourselves and for other people. So we're not being consumeristic, we're being generous with our prophetic gift to others. And, and it's remembering alongside that that, um, that the prophetic words are there to build up and to edify, that they're, they're encouraging, they're positive. And so, um, and because they're based on the word of God, I think there's so many, uh, and it's got, that's got to be our plumb line and foundation is the word. And so if we're sharing something with somebody that we feel is from God and is an encouraging word that's, that builds that person up, that's going to help them move towards maturity mm. in terms of who they are, then actually we can encourage them in all sorts of ways using scripture. You know, if I say to you, go, hey, now I just believe God's speaking over your life, that you're children of God that you're sons of God, you're loved by him, Nick and Matt, you're loved by God. There's an encouragement, there's a prophetic sense within that because it's a sense of what is God speaking about. It's based on the word of God. It's going to edify, it's going to build you up um, and it's going to grow who you are. That's, that's if like the, the everyday prophetic, that's slightly different to the office of the prophet um, which can go to other places, perhaps, perhaps we can talk, talk about in a moment. But I think the everyday is just hearing from God, builds us up, moves us to maturity and unity together. Yeah, that's really, really good. Yeah, let's, um, let's talk about that then quickly. Um, because in the Bible, there are specific prophets, chosen people who God speaks to specifically, yeah. um, who uh, read about people like Isaiah, um, <laughs> that we would know of. Um, how how can we um i guess understand them um but then understand the role of that not everyone is a prophet um that is sent by like how how do we it's, it's all about discernment really isn't it yeah um, it is about sermon yeah i would say as well that um this the new testament picture uh the new covenant uh, we are the priesthood of all believers and there's something about us being um, all uniquely made in the image of God and all of us reflecting um, something of his beauty and uh, his voice to the world. And so um, we're not necessarily looking for like one person. I mean, I'm not really answering your question because I agree there is an office of the prophet. But yeah. I think uh, what I would be saying to all of our young people is don't look for one particular person Absolutely. that's really shiny and like gifted. But together as the body of Christ, uh, we represent his voice to the world. And um, I think, you know, going into this new season that we're going to go into, I think it's less and less about looking at the kind of person on the platform at church and knowing we're called to be scattered people into um, every little corner of our cities so that we can bring the voice of God into uh, our work, into our schools, into yeah. our families. And um, so I'm really sorry I've not answered your question. I've kind of just said we are prophetic people. I yeah. think God is looking for a prophetic people who can bring uh, his um, world to life through seeing from heaven and uh, and prophesying life and signs and wonders and miracles and healings uh, into um, the everyday ordinary places, not mm. just the places we think of as sacred. Uh, Paul can answer the question about the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> just to add to that, is that sense of we're prophetic people, so that's what we've got to hold in mind. 
this is for everybody. <clears throat> I think on um, top of that, there is the moments of time like Isaiah, as you said, where God calls specific people. And that's both Old and New Testament. So there are those in the New Testament that are called to be prophets with the office of the prophet. And the key difference really is that when God calls those people and speaks to them, he gives them a specific mandate to speak into a um, bit more of the national or international picture. Mm. And God actually gives those um, characters a mandate to speak. And God often uses phrases like, you can build up and tear down, which he doesn't say to the average person who's just kind of being prophetic. Does that make sense? Yeah. So slight, um, slight differential. So you see in the New Testament, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a prayer meeting and a worship meeting and people are prophesying over and um, enjoying their kind of sense of the presence of God, prophesying over Paul. He's about to go on a missions trip and do some stuff. And then Agabus kind of pops up and he pops up a couple of times. And um, he then prophesies that actually Paul is going to die. That isn't the average kind of like just hearing from God thing, um, because that isn't the building up positive edifying message. Now, lots of people in that moment are like, oh, no, no, this isn't this isn't too good. But Paul accepts it because he knows this is the word of God from a prophet in that moment. This is the same prophet who also prophesies a famine coming to the land and that they need to prepare. And so the people of God can prepare for that in a different way. And so it's speaking into national pictures or bigger picture um, stuff for people. But I'd say that's um, the reason that that's perhaps a few people um, and it's not something that we should necessarily go after or look for, as Joy says, those shiny people on the platform. Because actually, if you're in that position, often you're, um, you're um, speaking about things that are a bit difficult. And so I think actually for, for all of us, we should just go after the Holy Spirit presence of God that is just all about hearing from him each and every day. But I think there are those that are called to be those prophets who, again, got to remember the position. The position is in the fivefold ministry. They're equipping the saints for the yep. work of the ministry. So anyone who has the office of a prophet will perhaps be speaking about some things that are big picture national stuff. But their main role is bringing everybody to maturity. And so they're still going to be speaking um, the edifying, the uplifting, the building words. But it's about developing that as culture so that everybody's involved in it. We're prophetic people, not just ones and twos that hear from God that we've got to go to. Oh, have they got a word for me? Have they got a word for me? That's yeah. often what we can get into rather than what is God speaking to us about today. And so I'd love to encourage everybody to go on a journey of getting into the word of God. And as you read the word of God, it's asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what are you speaking to me about? today through this and then reading the words of jesus and encountering him um and um i think that's the, the most powerful and significant way that we can read scripture is asking the holy spirit to be with us and what is he speaking to us about um but i think that there are some people that are called to that office of prophet but i think their main role is creating a prophetic culture yeah that's really 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 good really 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 good um, <laughs> <laughs> um okay just lastly i want to ask you um how can we um develop our understanding and gift of the prophetic um how, how can a young person do that and what practical things can they do to develop that yeah so i think hearing from god for themselves is like the primary first way so hearing from god what's god saying and um, paul um often asks uh, this question to us to ask jesus jesus what are you praying for me today so the bible says jesus uh, is interceding on our behalf and so um if jesus 
is praying for us. He's got some desires for us. And so what if we tap in prophetically to what he's praying for us and we are men there. And, um, and then, uh, so we, we do, we uh, ask all three aspects, characters of the Trinity, like, uh, what do you think of me? Uh, what are you saying to me? Um, if we feel, um, if we're just not feeling great, um, like often, uh, Bill Johnson says, if you're not experiencing hope or joy in any area, area, any area of your life, you are probably under the influence of a lie. And partnering with uh, lies is like aligning ourselves with the kingdom of the enemy of darkness, but partnering, partnering with truth is aligning ourselves with the kingdom of truth and heaven, which is what the prophetic's there for. And so um, asking Jesus, what's your truth? or what lies have we believe in and just doing that kind of simple work in our own devotional time every day. Uh, but then also, um, like often in the mornings when I'm praying, uh, like Paul is saying, saying, Holy Spirit, what would you like to speak through your scripture uh, today to me, but to other people and I'll just ping text message. Oh, I feel like you popped into my mind this morning. I've been praying this for you and just kind of send it out. And then one of the things I love, who, one of my prophetic heroes is a guy called Sean Bowles. And I'd really recommend like, his material for anyone who's interested in running after the prophetic he teaches prophecy in a really normal way and um uh and just how to like um connect with uh, the prophetic for people that you might see on the street you know or in your supermarket or in your classroom and um uh, one of the things that he is really hot on is accountability and um, just following up your prophetic words. It's really easy to just give a prophetic word and think, I don't even know if that's right. But if yeah. you want to improve and grow in accuracy from hearing from heaven, you need to know when you get it right and when you get it wrong. And so going back to people and saying, how was that? And giving them permission to say, yeah, didn't, that didn't really land. Or And you going back to God and saying, okay, like, I'm not sure what that is. I think doing it in accountability and relationship and friendship, and that's the point of the church. And so I would say start to hear from God for yourself, start to hear for, from God for your friends around you, and then follow it up and find out, um, was that, did that work? Did it land? Yeah, that's really good. Thanks so much. Um, well, that brings us to a close then for this episode, um, talking about the prophetic. Joe and Paul, thanks so much for um, answering those questions. It's been really, really insightful. Um, yeah, can I, can I um, just recommend a couple of resources for people? Yeah, please, please do. Yeah. I mentioned um, Sean Bowles. He does this podcast called Exploring the Prophetic. And the reason I love it is he's based in Hollywood. And um, he like hangs out with loads of creatives and like film producers and um, not-for-profit leaders. And he explores how God is using the prophetic in their work rather than in their church. And, um, and so he's got like a massive back catalogue of brilliant conversations that you can listen to on any of the podcast platforms. So it's called Sean Bowles, Exploring the Prophetic. Go and check him out. Great stuff. Thanks, Joy. Um, yeah, well, we'll leave it there for this, uh, this episode. And um, don't forget, young people, you can connect to our live stream on Friday. You can follow our Instagram at We Are Alive Youth. And there's one thing left to say, Matt. We love you. And, and there's, there's nothing, nothing you can, can do about, about it. it. See you later.